0: You know, there's a special mojo that's felt during those moments when human beings genuinely share who they are. When you see a songwriter who deeply believes and has lived the words that they're singing, it's the kind of magic that hushes a noisy room or sends shivers down your spine. I'm here to explore just that. What is it exactly that makes that kind of magic moment happen? Greetings, folks. My name is Michael Averill. And this is the Write Songs You Love podcast. And here we are. We made it. It's episode 52 today, the one-year anniversary of Write Songs You Love. And I can't tell you how happy I am just to be sitting here reflecting on this whole year, all the different people that have come on this show, the conversations that have come up, as a result of this show the amount that i have learned through this show is i've just got so much gratitude for and and i just wanted to do an episode today to just celebrate all of you and everyone who's been on this show and just songwriters in general who really are writing from a place that's important to them and important to the people who are around them so Today's going to be a different kind of an episode in terms of I'm going to be bringing on some some cool clips and highlights from a, a lot of the different guests that have been on the show in the last year. So to get us in the mood, I'm going to start us off with a, a new song that I wrote with this in mind. And you know, if there's anything I've ever learned about songwriting, and songs in general, it's that songs are funny little things. And I'll leave it at that. Here you go.
1: You see, songs are funny little things Nobody really knows what they think They can wander in any time of day And may not have so much to say but they tell ya you how you're feeling just like colors on chameleons. And when you think you got them figured out, they go and change on you. Because songs are funny little things. Melodies
0: just run
1: around and make the world sing. They show up just the way they are with truth, time, and open hearts, and don't require permission for dreaming or for wishing. And all of a sudden, without you knowing, somehow they take you right back to the beginning because songs are funny little things. Yes, they are. Each and every one of them truly are distinct. Just like snowflakes and fingerprints or magicians And their bags of tricks They exhibit immortality Through multiple personalities And when you don't want them to stop, they do because songs are funny little things
0: <laughs> There you go I believe it full full through and through songs are funny little things as much as I don't know there's there's lots of people out there that are going to tell you you have to write it write songs certain ways, or it's got to be this form or whatnot. Sometimes a song just doesn't want to do that. And that's, I think, great. I just love it. I love songs that don't follow the common form. And even if they do, just look at like how to exercise individuality and and originality through, through the structures. There's no rules, you know? So, They're a beautiful thing. They have minds of their own. And I think we, if we let them out of the bag, we give them permission to have their say in whatever we do, we end up with some pretty cool stuff that we can grow quite fond of. So anyway, I just wanted to start off this anniversary episode with that tone. I've been wanting to share that song for a while. It just brings a big smile to my face because it just brings me the joy that I, I feel around songwriting and how cool and imaginative an experience it can be and to touch on that i want to go back to the episode where i had mr phelps mr nick phelps come on and he spoke a lot about what songwriting can be you have permission to that's
2: what all songwriting is about right like it's like you even have permission to imagine yourself in that spot even if you were never in that spot like I feel like that's the beauty of writing. Just like making movies. You know, somebody makes a movie, they didn't really get stabbed to death by Michael Myers, but you know what, they made a movie (laughs) about it. I feel like that's how songwriting should be. Like, let your imagination fly. And like, what would happen if you had a beautiful day, even if you are sad right now? That's the beauty of songwriting.
0: Like, you can write this day out and actually inspire yourself and inspire somebody else.
3: Like, man, you're feeling good that day. No, actually, I was feeling like crap, okay?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Really? I couldn't tell. That's the beauty of songwriting. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Nick says it well. That's the beauty of songwriting. I always love his just infectious laugh and energy. And anytime we're in the room together or the digital room together, however we're meeting, we've always had a great time. And... And we got to work on a a song earlier last year, and uh, we even brought Death into the equation. We collaborated with Death. We embraced Death. And I actually got to interview Death on the release of their debut EP back in October. And Death said something really interesting about just being new to the songwriting process and and what it's all about so I'll, I'll flash you over to that interview with something special that, that they said so I'll ask one, one more question before we get into some of the questions that others had submitted ahead of time so this whole podcast is all about you know writing songs that have meaning and purpose or just some kind of connection and ultimately result in in them being songs that you love so I'm super curious to hear what to you makes a song meaningful well Again, I'm pretty new at this. It's been an eternity of silence for the majority of my existence, but so far I've been finding that a meaningful song really comes from it being for something or someone, and that includes yourself. But I'm just starting to explore all that. I have learned that if an idea touches me Deep in the empty center of my rib cage, I'm headed down the right path. <laughs> Straight from the words of death. It's got to tickle you inside the rib cage. <laughs> if you get that, maybe that's like the Spidey sense. I think that's probably what they're referring to. But. Definitely, that episode was a blast. Uh, The whole community asked a bunch of great questions that I asked death. So if you haven't heard that one, that's a great one to go back and listen to. But yeah, death brings up a, a great point about really looking at something deep for yourself or about someone else. And early on in the podcast, I had Lisa McGuire come on, who's been an amazing songwriter I've got to know over the last couple of years. She's just been a rock star through a ton of the programs. And like she's, she was one of the founding people through the Write Songs You Love program for the first time and is still just been a trailblazer in a lot of ways and just a very unique songwriter. But she said something really unique about our story and and how sometimes that can be difficult to access and how much you can learn from digging into other stories. Here you go.
2: I worked with a songwriter, a really great songwriter one time in Nashville. And he said, I feel like Nashville has these great, like, isms. And one that he said was, the best story to tell is yours because it's the one that you know the best.
3: Mm.
2: But I don't think we see ourselves or our stories very clearly sometimes. You know, that experience with my friend Lindsay, it's pretty easy to see, like, that's a, that's a really incredible story but people just who we are who anyone is you know everyone has an incredible story and you you mentioned I'm I'm a healer and Mm -hmm. that's something that is such a big experience of that for me is when I'm what that means is I I work with someone's unique energy And I have the privilege of getting to see someone for who they really are. And I can see their story. And then I can also see the story that they're telling that maybe isn't even true, you know, the kind of self deprecating or the story that the world is telling them about themselves. Mm -hmm. And we're not very good at like seeing that within ourselves. You know, I think if you, like, think of any of your friends, you can see how incredible they are. But, you know, we are our worst critics. So I think there is so much truth that can be seen when you write for other people, too.
0: And I love that, how much truth can be seen from writing for other people. And there is a phase, I posted a question a while back about writer's block and how sometimes we can get stuck and that that's a, comes up in conversation lots of times around songwriting or in discussions and I put a post up one time just to ask and say like hey do you believe in this or not and if so why if not why and it ended up leading to really interesting discussion back and forth thoughts but also a series that I did called the blockbuster series so I had some people I asked if anybody who hadn't been writing for a while or like a year or so to to come on and and maybe we could work through some of the up in the episode some of that stuff or just to chat about what that's like and and uh uh, awesome songwriter named Kate Battersby from Australia threw her name in the hat and we ended up having a, a really cool conversation and she talked about the power of deadlines and how that helps her but also following up the momentum from what Lisa was saying. I'll I'll let you hear what she had
4: to say. And I've found then, and I have found since in the other courses that I've been doing, is that setting myself that accountability to deadlines and to other people is in fact my best way of overcoming, oh my God, what am I gonna write about? Mm. You know, or how's that gonna sound? So unfortunately, I mean, obviously, to me, this story is very interesting. That was probably a very long-winded way of telling it. But um, but the answer to the block thing to me is that um, it's not about the block so much. It's, it's about the reason you have to write. Mm-hmm. So um, for me, I've got to have a reason to write
3: mm-hmm.
4: and going off on another tangent altogether, um, a big piece of that. It's turning out to be um, becoming very interested in writing other people's stories. That seems to be a really powerful trigger, instigator, whatever you want to call it.
0: Well, there you go. There's a a few examples and a few testimonies about how, how awesome of an experience it can be to write for other people. So if you've never done that before, or if you haven't done it in a long while, maybe this is your chance to... To take that up take up the helm and and see who you could write a song for that that could really use that and and that maybe there's something there inspiring that uh you can find in yourself through that process so talking about personal stories and and what what people some people that have come on to the show and have really eloquently stated like what why they write and and what they're doing and what they're here for i'm gonna give you a few a few clips of that so we're going to go over to Steve Mark Goslin, who came on and, and shared an amazing story about how he, for the last 10 years, he's had a, a brain injury, a post-concussion syndrome, constant headache, uh, pretty much all day, every day, except for when he performs. And it was just so cool to hear how music has that effect in his life, but also what he wants to write about. So here's Steve
5: connectedness, hope, happiness, you know, um, oneness, um, love. Not, not love songs. I don't do any love songs. I do lots of songs about love. Um, (laughs) If that makes sense. I feel
0: like that'll be a quote in a coffee table book sometime in the future.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Those are, you know, that's kind of the the message that I kind of want to push forward. And I think, this world kind of
0: needs to hear. Um. Right. <laughs> Maybe that would be a fun fun thing to do for next year, to make a, a coffee table book <laughs> with quotes from guests like Steve's there. I don't write love songs, but I write lots of songs about love. <laughs> uh, that was genius. So, again, coming up on to a year, it's, it's really cool to reflect back on all these amazing people that have come on. And the first guest I ever had was a fantastic woman known by the name of Jody B. She is just an incredible force. She's a, an amazing live performer, a producer. She actually has, well, I, when I met her, I was introduced to her through Ostella, who has been on this podcast, who will actually go to a clip here shortly. But Jody, when I met her, she she was uh, the main producer at a studio that actually was in the belly of a of a winery, a winery in Kelowna, B.C. called Frequency Winery, and just to to be able to chat with her and and on the topic of of why why you do music and and why you do these things, she had a really great answer, and uh, we're gonna go visit her right now from that episode.
6: Well, I think now more than ever, we're in this. Uh, this like, you know, this fake world in a way. Uh, social media has such a dominating presence in our life and everything that we do is kind of the way that our society has been built. It's like, um, you know, a, 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 a economy of status more or less. And um, I think it's just really important to push the real side of things you know i think it's really important to talk about the real shit that happens and the real stuff that goes on to make people um not feel as isolated when they're comparing themselves to uh what they see on social media and you know these devices were designed to be essentially like slot machines so it's like a slot machine of the constant scroll of of um you know, uh, either trying to prove yourself in some way or market yourself in some way or get yourself more into people's eyes. And that's great. It works for a lot of businesses because that's, you know, what marketing is, but it's just one. we're doing that, we need to make sure that we're um, promoting Mm -hmm. kindness and um, realism and uh, the equanimity side of things And the perseverance side of things came um, from the original root came from a meditation retreat that I did was uh, called Vipassana. It's a 10-day silent meditation retreat. And this word kept coming up that was uh, equanimous and to try and remain a state of equanimity. And basically what this, I mean, many people get many different things out of the course, but to me... Um, the way I had interpreted it and was that the course basically taught you at a root level how to um, just not react uh, to just watch things kind of come up and observe um, and you're basically doing that for 10 days and to not try and react to it. So it really tries to target it at a root level and then years later it plays out into your life when you know you want to get angry at something or you want to kind of, uh, react to things, and it makes you just stop and analyze for a minute. And so, I think that's a super important message that uh, many of us um, are unfamiliar with. Us unfamiliar with it. Uh, there's definitely more of a rising, I feel now, where people are more aware of themselves and beginning to become more aware of others and their spaces. And yeah, I just think it's a really important message to kind of promote awareness at all levels and. Um, kindness and perseverance. And I'm just a big believer that uh, if, if we're not doing something that we love, then, we, you know, we're just simply existing. So that's kind of where, you know, perseverance really comes into. I think it's really important to find out what you love, explore many different options, try different things. And when you find something that you really love to do, to, to just pursue it full heartedly. And um, yeah, yeah, it's kind of, uh, that. <laughs> and I guess my, so that's kind of like my why, you know, that's my message. That's my why. That's why I'm doing this.
0: So that's super clear and, and a really great example of, you know, where, where inspiration can come from for you. And, and if you sit and ask yourself this question, this is a question I ask everybody who comes through the Write Songs You Love program right off the bat is just like, why do you write songs? so you know what would your answer be give you a moment right now to think about that so you can stew on that and if you want to share with me at any point feel free but what i love about what what jody said there is just that that fire in that you know that just to to pursue it because i think i've met a lot of songwriters who lose that or they feel like it it goes another place because it feels like it's not connected to them and then it just doesn't feel like there's any fire in it so why do it you know so this this whole podcast is really about this and and jody just nailed it on the head there so like i said i met jody as a result of of knowing Ostella and an Ostella like Lisa McGuire was a, a founding founding participant in the Right Songs You Love program. And it's just been a treat to get to know her. And if you've been listening to the show, you've heard her come on a couple of times because she is actually currently biking across Canada and she's getting close to being right in the middle of it. She actually stayed at our house uh, while she came through Kelowna, which was just super cool. And we got to play together, we got to do a show together. And it was a blast, but she said something really special about why she does what she does with her music. So let's go visit Ostella.
5: Everything I do, I want to do it around unity and bringing people together, instead of doing it in an environment that um, a byproduct of it is exclusion and and discrimination. So I don't want to be I don't want to be part of that. <laughs> and it'll probably be the end of my career. But say, at least I stand for something. <laughs>
0: at least i stand for something so again that's a good follow-up to the why do you write songs it's it's just another way of saying that of like what do you what do you stand for and i've had some people be like well that's a lot of pressure (laughs) and i guess it is but that's that's just life you know i think the the more i should say this the more clear you are on that i think the more focused and driven life becomes and songwriting can be a great vessel to help you discover that and if you don't know if you're feeling like you're not sure what that is or that changes that changes and transitions again songwriting can be something that really helps you rediscover what that is so take the time just to go check out what ostella is doing with her trip because it's just been fantastic to watch and the stories that i got to hear just from even the first small leg of of her trip were mind-blowing and just incredible so follow along her journey ostella.com. and if if you're in canada and she's coming through your way she's currently in saskatchewan so go check out her page keep an eye and see if you can connect with her along the way so i should say that the right songs you love concept really was born out of spending a lot of time with songwriters over COVID and early stages of COVID that were really focused on music licensing and trying to write music for that big beast of a world known as, as sync, the sync industry. So if you're hearing this and you're not sure what that is, sync, sync just means synchronization to picture. So having your music in a film, having it in a commercial, having it in a bajillion numbers of places that you can have your music but one thing that i kept running into in conversation with a lot of songwriters who were feeling discouraged is they're feeling like my music doesn't sound like that or i where am i going to fit and if i if i don't if i can't seem to identify my sound what i'm hearing what's actually being put in all of these forms of media is there any hope for me and if and if not what's the point of doing any of this and that was just crushing on my heart. So I wanted to to just reiterate the fact that, you know, like more and more, I think great opportunities come from being really connected to your songs and actually writing songs that are are genuine to you. And that those kinds of songs that do get used, I've, I've listened to a whole bunch of music supervisors and people who are responsible for facilitating songs going into pictures that the the recommendation is to do what you do best or we can tell when you're faking it and that's not that's not what we want we want the the like pure emotion in a scene to to drive the picture and so so go do that so i'm just reiterating that to to remind you all that if that is a pursuit that you're going that and actually it doesn't even matter if it's sync if it's anything beyond a hobby or a life practice if you are going at being a songwriter as a career it'll only do you more justice to to really reach into yourself and write from a meaningful place because that's actually the thing that will resonate with other people which will make them want to come and see your shows or support your music or any of the things. So all of this was really born out of the idea that we don't have a fit. But thankfully, we had uh, Nat J come onto the show, who is a good friend and someone who has just been rocking it in the sync world. And she knows more than anybody that any kind of style is welcome in in that avenue so here's not saying what she does best
5: yeah well that's the fun part about sync is that you know it fits for every every genre there's a place for everyone these days so whether you're a folk artist or a pop artist or a heavy grunge artist hip hop artist there's a, there's a you make Irish jigs there's a place for you in the sync world
0: <laughs> you know maybe if you combined all of those maybe if you were a, a heavy folk grunge with a dash of Hip hop Irish jigs, <laughs> maybe there's something there. Um, I would love to hear that. So if anyone goes for that, please let me know. <laughs> so somebody else that we had on that for a long time worked and lived in the in the music licensing department and in publishing, and and is just a, a lifelong songwriter. Uh, we had Adam Kane on, and he he spoke a bit about something that you can do or a, a a notification to yourself when you know you've really written something special. So here's Adam. And, you know, I think
3: it's really important for an artist to develop their own sound and their own style. And as an artist, you know, give yourself those goosebumps, you know, that chicken skin, if, if, if you feel it, then you go with it, you know, and, and hopefully that will resonate with others. Um, so, you know um, you don't, you don't need to go into a, a formula, mode and just to just to, to to sell records or 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 you know clock up some streams it, it should be something that resonates with you and 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 that resonates with you on an emotional level first um and i think that's what makes music's you know s- certain kinds of music you know so genuine you can just feel that this is coming from the heart and minds of of that artist and their own experience Experiences And it just so happens to resonate with your own, which is first and foremost, the most important thing, I think.
0: So I love what Adam said, because for me, it brings up a lot about expectations and how we form them. And oftentimes, yeah, like he said, if, if, if our expectations when we write are like, I'm going to get a bajillion streams or I'm going to make a bajillion dollars or whatever, sometimes well, often that disconnects away from, well, can you do that? Is that a place to focus or should we just really focus on like what we're trying to say and and how to get clear on that and just say it as, as truthfully and honestly as we can first, you know, because if it doesn't have that, it's definitely not going to hit those expectations that you set. So we had Chris Bradley of Produce Like a Boss come on and, and she said something so great about redefining or just in general defining what success looks like.
5: Absolutely. Absolutely. I think the most important thing anyone can do is, uh, is redefine what making it means to them. Mm. That's kind of that moment that I had where I was like, I'm, I am failing if I'm not getting a hit song, right? If I had let that determine success for me, then I'd still be a failure because I haven't written a hit song. (laughs) I've written plenty of songs, you know, but, um, I finally decided to go, wait a second, like, what, is success, like, what does that mean for me? Am, am I making a living? Am I able to make music my front hustle? Sure. And, you know, just being open to what that could look like outside of what the old narratives and the traditional industry have told you.
0: Again, just another good point at looking at how else can things be done? And if, it, if I don't fit into this box, how can I go about this? And just because one thing isn't happening doesn't mean that that's not you're not doing well, or that you're doing it great, and and if it's bringing joy into your life and it's helping you learn learn your way and you know hack through the bushes and the the weeds that of challenges that present themselves, then I think that's pretty awesome. So talking about that kind of thing, back in January, I did a uh, an event, and lots of you would know, lots of you participated. But if you're hearing this for the first time, there's a, an event that I did for 20 days in January called the teacup challenge. And the teacup challenge was all about the premise of waking up every day and in the time it takes you to make and drink a cup of tea or coffee or whatever, that you had to finish, finish a short song, finish something that just said what you needed to say. And it kind of put a stipulation that it only had to be like a minute long or so. So nothing huge. And it was just so much fun. This is an exercise that I started doing a couple of years ago for myself and had huge results from it. And anytime I sit down to do it, it's just a great indicator to have a short deadline, kind of like what Kate Battersby was talking about earlier. But this year I decided as an anniversary, a two year anniversary of when I did it for the first time, I thought I'd open it up to the community and invite everybody else to take part in that. And so I had from Monday to Friday for four weeks in a row, all these different challenges for every single day and and people could post in the group and that was exceptional it was so fun to watch how everybody would interpret these challenges differently and and how abouts they would go through the process and just the community sharing that happened as a result of that so i'm definitely going to do that again next year i think it's a great way to start off the year but i just wanted to to bring on a couple of people that came to share a bit about their experience and and some some ahas that that they took away.
7: Um, and yeah, I think like the biggest takeaway for me is just like, just to have fun with it because I think no matter what, and, and that's what I've learned with this amazing community that Michael, you put together is that like, it's just about having fun. And, you know, if, if the song, maybe the rhyme schematic isn't the best or there's something faulty with it. I think that's, there's some beauty to imperfection. Um, and that's what makes us like music because music like there's not one size fits all. It's not like, okay, this is the perfect fit. Like, here you go, Cinderella. Um, but yeah, like <laughs> I think uh, it's just like there's not that one size fits all, and we all have like a different sonic um, like appetite, really. And so what what I've realized is I liked challenging myself from the different topics to where I could go with it, you know.
0: So that was Lori Moilov. Lori is uh, is a really creative artist. She showed up huge every day in the uh, in the Teacup Challenge, doing full productions on her songs, and and really pushed herself that way. And was just a positive presence all the way through. But she also runs a really cool podcast called Limitless, and I went on to chat with her a little while back about creativity, and and that's a big focus of of what she she likes to chat with, with people. So definitely go check out that episode or her podcast or her music in general. She's a, a beaming light and a, and a really great spirit. So love having her in the community and it was a blast having her in the teacup challenge. So another person who who really thrived in in this teacup challenge and found it to be kind of a surprise because she just originally didn't think it would be something that she could do was one of my uh, old neighbors in and remote chess battlers (laughs) and just a fantastic songwriter. Her name is Diane Barbarash, And and i wanted to share what she shared about it because it was really powerful.
8: And the best stuff has come out um, when I'm like, you know what, I've worked like all day long. I am so tired. I have to take my dog out. There's no way I am writing a song tonight. Like I have been through that several times during the teacup challenge. And sure enough, I go home and this, just this thing comes out. It's just amazing. Um, but what I really wanted to say was that I went from struggling with um, uh, feeling uh, so that it's so difficult to to write and connect um, to um, building that sense of, oh, no, 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 I've got it in me. There's different ways of working with myself. Um, to um, developing my own kind of like art therapy method that helped me along the way. Um, and uh, what I have found during this teacup challenge, which I remember telling you, I'm sorry, I'm not gonna do this, you know, cause <laughs> I had too many things to do. Um, and uh, like, it's what I have found is that I have it in me to write, to songwrite. And all those stories that I've heard of like people going to Nashville and getting paid to just sit in a hotel room and produce songs and and me kind of going, How can they do that? Um, and like, oh, I get it, I get it. If 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 you if you dedicate yourself and it's and um and it's important to your to your well being, to your yourself as an artist, um, it's in you. And that's what I've discovered during the teacup challenge is that okay it's in me I don't have to worry about this anymore.
0: Diane is one of those people well I should say Diane is a person I've just been so fascinated with with how she's been carving out and finding her songwriting path and part of what she's done has done in the last year and a half or so is she put out a book that was part drawings part pastel paintings, part poem, part song, part all this integrated stuff in this very expressive, holistic art, I don't say collaboration, but just like compilation. And then currently she's doing something really cool. And I have one actually sitting in my hand right here that I got in the mail yesterday. Is she's been sending out these aerograms that are these really cool, you can hear the text here, I have it in my hands. Uh, these letters that have a story about a song. So she's sending these out once a month. And it, it, each one of them has a story and a photograph, and it has a QR code that links to a song that relates to that story. And it's just a, a really unique way of uh, delivering her music. And and it has the lyrics on there as well. And, just, you know, like, this, is, she's just a great example, someone to look to for proof that you know you don't have to go the the spotify way you don't have to do th- anything that you don't want to do if you you want to do what you do to create and and that really drives you and, and i can say i've talked with diane lots about this is, is she's just been having such a cool response from people from from the book that she made the mixed media kind of book but also more so even from these letters that she's sending out so so check out diane Barbarash and and uh Look for her in the community because she's just doing some really great stuff okay so lately i've been talking a lot about performance and and it's really been cool to see how the whole write songs you love as a program has grown because it started just as a as a three-month program that i wanted to really help songwriters write songs they love and then it emerged into a part two which was all about sharing songs you love and looking at how do you build story and and take your why of your songs and and why you do that in the first place and look at what's the bigger picture if you had multiple songs to tell a bigger story what would what would that encompass and then it has grown into a third level now which is called perform songs you love and all that is just really looking at taking all that momentum of those first two levels and and then having fun with the performance and and how that can really be just as creative as songwriting and an expression similarly in in those lines and someone who's who's been a an inspiration to me and I know to many for just showing up and performing is is a former guest by the name of Dana Halle who has been doing something called Music Monday every Monday she'll show up on Facebook and and perform a song and and that's been, been stuff that she's been writing along the way as good practice, but also just to practice her storytelling. And and she's been through all of these courses that I've done and really jumps in and gives it her all. And every week she's showing up on her music Monday to to do this. And so she said something really cool about just getting getting up and doing something and, and not being afraid to make mistakes.
4: And I thought
6: Oh, I can do it live because what's the worst thing that happens? Wait, I sing off key? Done that already. Forget words? <laughs> done that already. <laughs> Talk too much? Wait, done that already. So there's really nothing that can happen that I haven't already faced
4: and lived through.
0: <laughs> Dana is just one of the most like straightforward, blunt, hilarious, and just eloquent <laughs> In her speech and and just her personality and I just love what she writes and and just her persistence and perseverance is, is something to behold. So definitely check her out on Music Monday. It will uplift you and and inspire you. And she just brings up a good point. You know, it's like just keep trying stuff. And and if you you can look back at a lot of things that we've done, sometimes that we get nervous about, or even going back to the song songwriting block thing. Sometimes if we've done something once, we might we think that we may be not able to ever do that again. But, you know, it's, it's kind of the opposite. It's like if you have done it, that's proof, you know, you, you proof that you have lived through it, you survived, and you came out on the other end. And I think that's another beautiful thing about songwriting is, is what it allows you to access. And that, you know, if it, if it brought you through something difficult or powerful or just really fantastic, then that it can do it again. It's not something that's going to shrivel up and disappear. And that's a mindset thing and and i actually wanted to go back to something chris bradley said in the episode where she touched on on mindset and and how just being kind of driven with a purpose and a focus can can really solve so many problems
5: there is something really special about like the mindset shift that comes from listen to my music or i need these opportunities to how can i serve like Mm -hmm. Whether it's how can I serve the song or how can I serve the client, how can I serve the artist? and And that was really pivotal for me uh, for me, was learning how to be service oriented and to work off empathy, like you said.
0: So there's so many neat perspectives that have come through the hallway of this show. and and I love the variety of of people that have come on to speak, from people who are just practicing, working through their songwriting to people who, Have made big big careers with their songwriting and and there's there's always this common thread of finding a way into into the heart and and finding a way for yourself to to just connect not disconnect to just connect (laughs) just want to make that clear but you know one one thing about being a songwriter whether you're doing it for just your own practice or as a career Either way, I think there's a really big responsibility in, in being that kind of a person and, and sharing. And sharing is such a big deal. It's an opportunity to be a leader in in many different ways. And and uh, Dr. Sierra Baird, who was on not too long ago, shared something really special about this that I 100% agree with.
4: Musicians are leaders. I, I don't know how they get this rap of being like on the fringe or, you know, like... Less of a respected career musicians are leaders like we have the opportunity to lead with our music to touch people in a way that I think is unmatched. So yeah, I I do take it as a big responsibility. I think it is our work. And, and if it's the work that we want to do, we have to really grow ourselves in specific ways, so that we can stay connected to our craft and and like
0: be in this for the long haul. Can I get a what what? Be in this for the long haul. Like I said, that's that's really what this show is all about. This whole space is just a vessel of encouragement to to keep you to keep the fire alive in your songwriting journey. And if you want to show up here to share your stories or share how you're struggling or just, you know, your songwriting tires gone flat, we can change that up for you. <laughs> that's that's my main vision with this whole thing. So so here we are. A year in strong. Now, just with that in mind and that whole community side of it, I want to flash over to a recent episode I did with Leilani G who just released a new song called Build which is all about just building together and that we can really, you know, thrive in a cooperative, encouraging, supportive environment of creativity as opposed to feeling like it's a competitive cutthroat all the things nasty kind of world so i'm gonna flash to what she said here because i think it's so great well first of all i love that idea that concept of the fire you know, that the that the fire doesn't lose any energy when it's shared. In fact, it's the opposite.
1: <laughs> right. It's like it ripples out. I mean, you just keep it going. It spreads and it keeps going. And so, yeah, I love that visual of, you know, a candle or a torch lighting the next and lighting the next and keeping it going. And I truly believe that's what music is. It's not something that you run out of. It's not something that, oh, I only have this much creativity and then I, no, the more you share, the bigger it gets. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. That's the way music is. Yeah. It's not meant to be a by yourself solo thing. It's a group thing. Music is is a group thing.
0: There you go. The more you share, the bigger it gets. And it's meant to be a group thing. and speaking of group things as a celebration of the actual day of the anniversary which is tomorrow friday july 8th i'm hosting a write songs you love meet and greet at 5 p.m pacific time just going to go for about an hour and a half or so and just invite anyone who wants to come who has been in the community or if if for anyone listening here you can see the details in the facebook group the uh, write songs you love facebook community there's an event page in there with a link And I'd love to see you. I'd love to just celebrate your wins and your songwriting journeys and just introduce you to other songwriters. We're going to do some breakout rooms. It's totally free just to be there and um, just to reflect on this. And I just really wanted to be face to face with people and just say thank you. And yeah, this just means, yeah, this just means so much to me. To, to be sitting in this space and just having, being able to have these kinds of conversations and being able to learn and just celebrate and encourage. So your wins are definitely my wins, and and I just am thrilled to see more songwriters being jazzed about what they do. So happy anniversary, everyone! Thanks for for being on the journey with me, and I just can't wait to dive in to keep going, just keep going deeper. So. Be excited about what's coming because there's gonna be a lot of new cool stuff. So happy anniversary again and thank you so much.
1: There are stories that you hear about that break your beaten heart and hit you like a freight train, leave you blown apart inside. And there are stories that will lift you up. Higher than the clouds That warm you for a lifetime And you never come back down Well, I know Both sides of the coin The shiny and the dirt I know how good love feels And also how it hurts I felt the breath of pressure Breathing down my naked back Sweet relief of sunshine pushing through the cracks I got a hundred million questions about the way the world works There's two hundred million answers that I'll never understand One thing that I've come to know is that things will always change And while I got this chance, I want to take the time to say thank you for The strength I couldn't find Thank you Thank you For the peace I feel inside Thank you Thank you For the kindness in your words Your gentle helping hand I've never known a better friend Thank you Thank you For your thoughts and open ears Thank you Thank you You've always been there through the years Thank you Thank you For the kindness in your words Standing by my side I hope you know how much you changed my life One thing that I've come to know is we'll all be gone someday While I got this chance, I want to take the time to say